Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. Hello, and welcome to this week's Lunchtime Launch Tips. My name is Katrina Douglas. As many of you will know, I am a launch strategist and I help business leaders and professionals launch profitable projects that light them up and lead to long-term success. So this week, I am joined by another guest, the amazing Joy Cantonatu, who is the CEO and founder of Future X, who is going to tell us all about her venture. And, you know, we're going to talk today about building sustainability into your business. And one of the reasons that I had Zoe on is because we met on LinkedIn. We actually connected on LinkedIn, didn't we? And we had a conversation and I realized that actually similar to me, um, Zoe was all about building legacy, all about purposeful business building. And so I thought, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about that. How do we build sustainability into our businesses from the get go? So welcome, Zoe. Thank you for joining me. No, thank you. It's really exciting. I uh, remember you and I talking what was it a couple of weeks before months and it was such a brilliant conversation and I think like being able to talk about this topic is really exciting so thank you so much for having me you're welcome you're welcome so Zoe tell us a bit about yourself a bit about your background and your business journey definitely so I am originally from Greece Mm -hmm. that's by the strange surname and (laughs) all these letters and I grew up in Greece and in 2006 I went to study finances Mm -hmm. and then I 2008 the crisis hit Mm. and that was a very strange time being in Greece being like 20 years old and studying finances because the professors would come in and be like, okay, this is the big news. We need to talk about that right now. And at the time, the media would say the crisis will last five years. And that seemed like a massive amount of time. And our professors would come in and say, oh, no, that's wrong. It will last at least 30 years. Wow. And we were like, what? That's strange. You say, yeah, you're actually the lost generation. Because uh, (laughs) by the time that that goes away, you'll be retired. So there I was in my 20s, you know, when you're starting studying, when you start exploring yourself and your world and be like, these are the things I want to do in life, being told, oh, you have no future. You mm. are the, the lost generation, which was, which was difficult. But at the mm. same time, like the next level of that was that uh, they would say, okay, enough about the news. Now let's go back to our lecture for today. And let's talk about the role of business, which is, and the, like you as financial advisors, which is to maximize the profit for the shareholders. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That doesn't make sense. Like we're sitting here, you're telling me I'm the lost generation. We just had an economic crisis from something that happened on the other side of the world that affects my life, which obviously seems that the system is not working very well. Yeah. And instead of telling me, okay, guys, this is the time when we need to put the past aside and find ways to to build something new for the next generation. So at Mm -hmm. least I feel that, you know, my lost time is like building towards something. You tell me I will teach you exactly the same thing that brought us here. Mm. so that was kind of like the first time I got this feeling that you know there's probably a lot more in business there's probably a lot more in economics there's more than what we have built up to now and we can start looking at like how we can explore that and expand that so in 2011 I moved to Scotland where I'm still (laughs) and I did a master's on socioeconomic development and um, then 
then from that, I started building a career in helping purpose-driven entrepreneurs to reconnect with their purpose and why they do things. And then in 2017, I, I co-founded FutureX. Wow. Wow. So tell us about FutureX, because on your website, I love that it says you create and curate content for business leaders, building more sustainable, socially conscious global economy. So can you unpack that for us? Can you unpack that? That's quite big, isn't it? It's like a big, massive statement. Excuse me. Um, There's a couple of things to that. Like for me, there's this idea, you know, running a business is difficult. I think we all know that like it is quite difficult and and my my career showed me like running a purpose-driven business running a business that has sustainability at its heart it's even more difficult yeah very much so and it's more difficult for a lot of different reasons why is that you know you can't always find the resources you need some Mm -hmm. of them don't relate to you you see something's like no that's not what I want to do that's not what my values say that's not based on my impact and what I'm thinking yeah the support system that you have is not as diverse Mm-hmm. I have personal experience for like making decisions and, you know, accountants come in telling me, oh, that's a stupid decision because you can get that cheaper. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know I can get that cheaper. I don't want to get that cheaper because I feel that won't be the fair price or I feel that it won't be the, the extension of who I am. Yeah. So it feels like a struggle sometimes being able to stand by yourself and build something that is actually valuable and growing and it's a business. So it's I, the extra layer of that. Yeah, I love that. And I think... You know, I really connect with that because I think so much of what I hear sometimes in the mainstream about how to build a successful business feels counterintuitive for me because a lot of the, I always say that what it takes to build a legacy driven business that is going to be around 10, 15 years from now is very different to how you build a business that you want to have six figures in six months. And it's not that that six figures in six months isn't possible. It's absolutely possible. People are doing it, but I don't want to put that down. But I think when your vision is legacy and building for the long term, your approach is very, very different. The way you go about the foundation that you need is very, very different. The people that you choose to work with a mentor, you are very, very different. Um, And so sometimes it does. I get what you're saying when it says that sometimes it feels like, you know, you're preaching a whole different message and actually finding people that connect with your values and why you're taking so long to build and why you feel like you need to have that when actually you can do it so much quicker. It's difficult. Um, so yeah, I hear you on that. Absolutely. Definitely. And it's exactly that. Like, you know, we had conversations with members being like, oh, I have an investor. They're interested, but they're not the kind of investor I want. Like, yeah. I need the money right now. They can give me this class injection. I can grow massively after that. But it feels like I'm selling part of myself to the devil. Wow. Like, it feels like yeah. this is not. And that's a very difficult decision to make. And if you know having this fundamental belief in that's why I want to build my business, it's quite, you may never come across that. You might yeah. be, yeah, investor, giving me the money. I can grow. I can get this exit very quickly and I can move on. But if you are building this business for the impact and for the legacy and, and for that to have specific values, then these decisions are very difficult. So yes. that's kind of what we do. We curate and create these resources that allow you as an entrepreneur who want to build a business that is a better business, that has this legacy, that has this long term to allow you to do that better and to allow you to do that quicker. And at the same time, we have a community of entrepreneurs, so you don't have to do it alone. So you have all these people who think the same way and they're like, okay, I want to empower my staff. How do I do this? I care about my staff. I want to, I care about how I make this decision on sustainability. How can I go about doing this? Excellent. So another statement that you make on your website is that you empower the purposeful. And I love that. 
But let's talk about this intersection of purpose and profit, because if you're in business and you're not making money, you're not successful. Let's Uh just, Uh you know, build a nonprofit if that's the case. So when we see when we talk about building sustainably and building for legacy and not going after the short term profit, it's not that we're saying we don't want to make that type of money. It's like we just want to make six figures year, year, year it again and again and again and again after that six months and know that once we've launched, you have an infrastructure to do that. So we're still talking about building multi-million pound organizations, but just those that are going to be around years from now. But how do you talk to me about that, that intersection from your point of view between purpose and profit? Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it back before I reply to, to, to that, which is, I remember having a conversation years ago with a friend who said, uh, we know we need to get rid of money because we need to go back to an exchange society because they're, they, 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 they're evil. And I was kind of like sitting there studying finance, being like, okay, I think I have a better understanding of what like money exists and why they came into existence. And yeah. it's kind of like this idea that money is a means to an end. Yeah. And this, sometimes I feel like this is where we lost the plot. We lost it when we suddenly thought that money is the end goal. We just need to make money. And who cares about destroying the planet? Who cares about anything else? It's about the now and the money you make now. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, when we're talking about this intersection, is about putting money where it should be, mm-hmm. which is the means to achieve something. So, yes. you, know, you know, if you want to have impact, you need the money to fuel you need money. And you it's need- like that's what it needs. Because sometimes when we're talking about like people are talking about, you know, impact, sometimes they, they, they're not ambitious. They kind of like put themselves like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to have some impact. If you want to be ambitious, if you want to achieve a massive impact on scale and really change the world, you need the money to do that. Mm-hmm. For me, the thing is like thinking about this balance, profit and, and, and uh, purpose is balanced. You have a clear purpose. You know how you reinvest your money mm-hmm. and understanding that decisions I, I think you talked about counterproductive before and counterintuitive. And I think that's what it is for me. I believe that humans are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you like them, they make the right decisions. And sometimes I think this is where the feeling is. It's like, oh, people in power will always make the decision that money for themselves. And I think it's these decisions that I'm questioning when we're talking about this intersection. It's a decision that, yes, we have a business that has millions and millions and we're reinvesting these millions for the future legacy. Yeah. rather than taking the money now and who cares about what happens after that. Yeah. Uh, so is this constantly thinking about both without yes. any of them taking any kind of, they're constantly I trying to bring this balance. So yeah, it, you can't just always be thinking about purpose and not be thinking about profit because we're in business, we need to make money. And equally, you can't let the desire to profit allow you to compromise your values and what you stand for, what you're building. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, no, I love, I love that. And adding so, to that, sorry, and <laughs> interrupting you, but like adding to that is like, also be kind to yourself because it won't be as easy. Like I seem sometimes we say that is easy, but it's not. Sometimes you have to make a decision between two things that are not good. Yeah. Like they're not the ideal situation. So also be clear about your intentions and the fact that it's a journey. Mm. Sometimes you would have to take a client that is not 100% your values because you need the money to survive. And that is important because if you die, you won't be able to have impact either way. Yeah. But it's going that with there with conscious, like being conscious about that is why I'm taking the money to mm. fuel that bid. And I know that this is not 100% what I want to do. What are your thoughts on building fast versus building slow? I have a number of thoughts. (laughs) I'm very much about, and it is very an indulgent approach to business because I think if you need a lot of money, then I understand that. But I'm very, I just believe that the best things in life are built slowly, like Mm. think oak trees and diamonds. Do you know, you can't rush the process. 
again, there's a balance to be struck. So what are your thoughts on building fast versus building slow? Uh, I agree with you. I probably always take a more of a balanced approach, but I do agree with you. My tendency is thinking about building slow because slow brings long term. Yeah, I think that is because like the world is changing so fast and we've experienced that this year in the maximum of like how quickly our world and everything we do can change, which means that if you build something very quickly, then the world might have moved on by the time you do that and you don't have enough time to adapt, to, to sustain yourself, to be like, okay, this is my first step. Now I take information from the world and I move on to the next step and I take and, and I move on. So there's definitely needs to be a more slow approach if you want to build something for the long term. Yeah, but I do think there is an end for me. Is like build slow and adapt quickly. I love That's kind of like how you can move that. on in business. So good, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay, so a lot of businesses fail. Like most businesses fail. Um, so how can we build sustainability into our businesses from the outset? Because you know this sounds all lovely, build slow and build sustainably, but in a practical way. How do we actually build sustainability into our businesses? Uh, I think for me, it starts with intention. Be clear yeah. about the purpose and the intention you want to build. Uh, yeah. And then understand that this is a long-term journey as much as anything else. Yeah. So it's not like you're not going to launch something. It's not going to, like, it's not only about launching something and be like, okay, this is it. It's like, think about things and be like, okay, my, my pledge, my attitude, my belief is I want to go in three months' time, in three years' time, in 10 years' time, I want to have achieved this. And do yeah. all the steps you need to do that. I've been yeah. doing this work for seven years now. And it's amazing yeah. for me because when I started, no one was talking about purpose. Yeah. No one was talking about those things. It was the thing was like, oh, you're talking about social enterprise. You're talking about charities. Now let's go back to business. Yeah. And what we see now is a dramatic shift in people actually demanding that. And it's not only for business people, it's from customers. Exactly. Actually, now research that says that businesses who are sustainable have more chances to survive yeah. than businesses who are not. And that is because what people demand. Yeah. You know, you see that whole industry suddenly being out like in questioning of kind of like what what are you doing? Like fashion industry or the meat industry suddenly being like, How are we operating like this forever? Like we demand change. Yeah. So it's about setting your intention, it's about having a clear purpose of what you want to do, and then build the business around that, build the business model around that. It's like, okay, this is how we're gonna make money to achieve that. And understand that is a long-term game. But be mm -hmm. honest with your customers and they will come with you. Like it will make it a lot easier for you to survive because they will have this support. Yeah, perfect. So how do you practically support purpose-driven business owners through FutureX? Um, as we thought before, we do create and curate content. The main things we do are a big events. So we mm -hmm. are doing, delivering some of the biggest events in the UK. We have Startup Summit, which is next week. And we have Impact Summit, which is a yearly in May. And uh, what we talk about is this idea. Startup Summit is a lot about practical tools. We're talking yeah. about marketing and sales and how you can build all these things that you need, the fundamentals that you need in a business in a good way. And then yeah. Impact Summit is a celebration because sometimes we forget that we need role models. We yeah. need the people who've done it. We need to see them and say, okay, this is possible. I can do that. I can see a million pound business. That is a business for good. And I know that I can do it. I can build that ambition. Yeah. So we do that. And then throughout the rest of the year, we have our community. We have a yeah. platform where all the members are there and they get support. We have our founders mm -hmm. calls every month. So it's mm -hmm. a space for us to talk about what challenges do you have? What are you facing? Talking about mental health for founders and mm -hmm. how important that is. Or, you know, I need this in my business. Can you just spread the word around? 
um, and building resources for them in particular based on the needs to see, okay, I want to build this culture. How can I do it? I want to, I want to take on investment. How can I do it? And be responsive to that. Excellent. So tell us about the Startup Summit next week, the 28th and 29th. What is that yes. all about and uh, how can people like sign up to attend? Definitely. So um, the event is kind of like what I said, is everything you need to learn how to, to build and grow a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not particularly only for startups, it's everyone who is in any stage of business. And mm-hmm. we have broad themes. We're talking about legal, we're talking about marketing, finances, everything, culture, everything that is there in a business. And we have some amazing speakers. We have mm-hmm. um, James Watt, the founder of Brewdog. We mm-hmm. have uh, Amali Del Alwis, who is the managing director of uh, Microsoft for Startups. We have yeah. um, David from Twitter. We have some amazing speakers to give their mm-hmm. thoughts and insights. We have an exhibition space. Uh, So there's a lot of exhibitors. There's a lot of businesses who provide support for entrepreneurs that are there and they want to talk about what they they, they give and how you can get that. And we Mm -hmm. have amazing workshops and practical tools. So people will leave inspired and be like, okay, in a day, I know what I need to do, how I need to do it, and who are the people I need to speak to. Um, You can sign up on our website, startupsummit.com. And yeah. I would happily give a code for 20% off. Send that to you after if that's okay. And you can send that's it. Okay. Yeah. I'll send it out. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Soy. So how can people connect with you? LinkedIn. You can find yeah. me on LinkedIn. Uh, there's not a lot of people with my surname, so you can't miss me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you can always send me an email at Zoe, Z-O-Y, as it is at futurexinnovation.com. And I would love to speak with everyone. Like I love speaking to people who have amazing ideas and they, they want to make them take them in action. Thank you so much, Zoe. That has been so helpful. So do we have any questions? If we have any questions, pop them in the comment box and we will be sure to answer them. While we're waiting to see if there are any questions, I just want to tell you about something I have recently launched. In fact, last month I launched it. It is the 6P Launch Mastermind. Now, if you want to launch something in the next six months, I started a a mastermind where we get together, we support each other, and I take you through the 6P Launch Framework to make sure that you have laid the foundation for a sustainable business, a sustainable project. Now, the mastermind is built on, I guess, three core lessons that I've learned over the last five five years in business. The first one is that direction is better than speed. So we take our time and we take six months to make sure you've learned the foundation. I also think that it's better to build slowly rather than quickly. So we make sure that the foundation you've built can sustain you over the long term. And also I've learned that it's dangerous to kind of build alone. And even if you are a solopreneur, we need people, um, we need support. And so the mastermind really does provide those three things. It allows you to lay the foundation. It allows you to take your time so that when you're launched, you've launched properly and it gives you the accountability and support. If you are interested in that, visit the launchstrategist.com slash mastermind. You know me, I'm very much about quality over quantity. So I'm actually capping this particular venture at 10 people so if you are interested in that pop on over to the launchstrategist.com slash mastermind i am back with you same time next week for lunchtime launch tips at 1 p.m every wednesday and please please do connect with zoe um yes and definitely do check out the startup summit which is taking place next week the 28th and 29th and yes DM me if you want that 20% code. Definitely. Definitely. 
on that. So DM me if you do want that 20% code. Thank you so much for your time, Zoe. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. It's been brilliant. Yes, and I'm sure this will be the first of many conversations. Yes, definitely. Speak soon. Bye. Bye.